and welcome to the first episode of Free Therapy. My name is Charlotte Gaston, and I will be hosting this show every Wednesday. So this first episode is called Finding Stability in a Time of Uncertainty, and it was originally hosted on WRKE at Roanoke College on October 3rd, 2020. And no, this is not the same recording from then. This is re-recorded. It was a scripted episode, so I wanted to share that on here as well in the feed, just so that you can kind of get a listen to what my previous episodes sounded like before we get into the more talky-talky improvised episodes. So I hope you enjoy this one, and here we go. This week, I will be discussing how we can find stability in a time of uncertainty. These past months have thrown curveballs at all of us, and I know that I, among others, are having difficulties remembering to take a step back and breathe. While we are busy fighting against racial injustice, we are also swamped with fighting to keep our eyes open after a night of studying. While we are educating others on human rights issues, we are attempting to educate ourselves over a computer screen. It's no wonder we are all overwhelmed right now. We haven't even accomplished the first rung on our hierarchy of needs. How is it possible to even consider anything higher? I'd like to take a moment to introduce myself. My name is Charlotte Gaston, a sophomore in college. I just recently declared my theater education major and I'm looking to pursue a career as a high school educator. I'm from Charlotte, North Carolina. Yes, I hear the thing about my name in the city quite a lot. On campus, I am heavily involved in Theater Roanoke College, among many other great organizations. We are living in the golden years of our lives right now. We are supposed to be carefree, thriving. However, in a world where there is a global pandemic not being taken seriously by our leaders, and where humans are still fighting for justice, we cannot live that way. As someone who is aware of their privilege, I will continue to fight for the rights of others. Until others are given justice and equity, not equality, we can't stop. But the thing is, we are human. We get burned out. We spend too much time looking at Twitter for the latest news. We are tired from conversations held with those who do not see our point of view. We need to take a step back, for just a brief moment, before we get back to fighting. While I know we all want to continue until there is absolutely no reason to, it isn't healthy for our own minds. In any sort of situation, we must take breaks. I hope this time once a week can be a start of that for you. I implore you to take a little bit of time to yourself each day to reflect. Each week at the end of the show, I'll give you one thing I want you to do the following week, hopefully by taking these small baby steps and sticking to a routine of caring for ourselves, we can come back even stronger than before. I'm not sure about you, but I had a rosy outlook on life when I was a kid. I saw adults as perfect humans, didn't know what death was, and spent most of my time running around outside. As someone who is now legally an adult, but barely feels like one, I feel like the filtered glasses are coming off. Many people I've developed relationships with over the years have felt the same way. Life isn't as enjoyable as we get older. More specifically, for our generation, We are realizing the injustices other people face and are fighting for them. I am 19, and I am educating other people about issues concerning LGBTQ plus youth and adults, fighting for my rights along the way. Of course, I could go do all these fun things that kids do if I wanted, but it feels like my duty to use my privilege to fight for what others cannot fight for. Childhood has sort of melted away. 
As college students, we feel unsteady during this transition from childhood to adulthood. It's sort of a purgatory. Actually, it's definitely one. And specifically right now, with the pandemic and systemic racism and a monumental presidential election, we are more stressed out than ever. We are in a limbo, waiting for the ending to come. But the thing is, we don't know if it ever will. We can fight for a change as much as we want, but there is no expiration date for any of these things. It's this time of instability that will test our capability to function as a productive member of society, or even just test how long it takes us to get out of bed. we all spent in quarantine, alone, angry, anxious. I really only remember the emotions. The day-to-day functions, those don't register in my mind. I tried keeping a schedule at the beginning, down to the hour. By the end, I'd be lucky if I woke up by 4.30 in the afternoon. Nothing really comes back as, oh, this happened during quarantine. It's, I felt overwhelmed with work, or I feel guilty I haven't done anything in a week, or... I am longing to see my friends. They rest inside of us, and I'm sure with the added stress of coming back to school, or even starting to go back to work again, we haven't been able to get them out. What were your emotions during quarantine? Close your eyes and picture the space where you spent the most time. Was it your bedroom, office, living room, workplace? Immerse yourself there. What was the lighting? What do you smell? Think of your senses and bring yourself back to a few months ago. Feel the emotions you felt. Be aware of who is around you. That makes a huge difference in your memories. Now come back to today, right now, and open your eyes. We just stirred up a massive mixing pot of emotions. Nothing we felt those few months can really be quite defined in comparison to any human experience we've had before. Now that we are confronting how we felt, Looking back on that time from a future period, we can process those emotions. I know I, for one, still really haven't fully grasped exactly what I felt alone, playing Animal Crossing for hours on end every day. I didn't have stable emotions. I was on a seesaw that a shape-shifting, weight-changing creature sat on the opposite side of, constantly making it go out of balance. I'm sure we are all in the same boat. So, what do we do from here on out? How can we start holding on to the emotions we are feeling from today forward? In all honesty, I'm not even 100% sure. Staying present, though, has been one of the best tactics helping me since arriving back at college in the fall. I try to ground myself when I wake up in the morning, taking into account all of my senses, going outside for a breath of fresh air. Of course, this is quite difficult in the mornings when I wake up five minutes before class or have a Zoom meeting after Zoom meeting but I try to make an effort to do this at at least one point in the day. I try to have fruitful conversations with friends or professors. Talking about something that really makes me think allows me to remember exactly what was going on in my mind at the time, not only the conversation, but the moment surrounding. I try to get out of my room most of the day, spending time in the library or just outside in front of my building. I go to therapy, something that has helped me immensely since I started my junior year of high school. 
still, none of these things I am mentioning make our situation better. We are facing, sorry for the redundant wording, unprecedented times. And even our common coping mechanisms we've used for years on end, that have proven to work, don't always work. I'd like us to take a moment and do a quick grounding exercise. You don't have to close your eyes for this one. First, I want you to take a deep breath and count to three. Then let it out. Relax the tension in your shoulders. Yes, I know you have tension in your shoulders right now, because I do too. It's my first time on air, I'm quite nervous. Take two more deep breaths. Notice your surroundings. Pick out a blemish in your wall, or the sticker on your mirror, or the way your fan whirs. The magnet on your fridge, the plant next to your bed, the intricate details of your tattoo. Find another focus and do it again, continuing to breathe. Look at the details you don't normally notice. We all forget how beautiful everything that surrounds us is. Now I want you to take a deep breath through your nose and smell your surroundings. Does it smell like laundry detergent? Food from commons? The saline solution from cleaning your nose piercing? Coffee from your roommate's Keurig? Try to discern three different smells. I'll give you a second. Now I want you to taste something that is lingering still. Is it your toothpaste? Or again, the food from commons, or water, or the chalky residue of your medicine. Find two different tastes. Now I want you to listen. What can you hear? Your fish tank gurgling, your fans still whirring incessantly, cars driving by quickly, a flag flapping in the wind outside. Notice them all. Finally, I want you to notice what you are feeling, not emotionally, but physically. Are you curled up in bed? Feel the cotton on your toes. Are you in a car? Feel the air conditioning blast on you. Are you in your common space? Feel the carpet beneath your toes. Now come back to where you are. No, don't tense up your shoulders. That will just bring us back to where you were before. Hopefully this exercise calmed you down and brought you back to the present so we can truly talk and reflect. as someone who has an hourly planner for every single day in a bullet journal. But in a world such as this, it's been the best thing for me, mentally. Of course, I do have those built-in habits, such as grounding and going outside, but there are new obstacles every day that we can't predict. I try to reflect at the end of the day on these new experiences, 
not necessarily journaling every night, but talking or thinking about it, getting all of the emotions out. I know that I, for one, bottled up everything during quarantine. I didn't really talk to anyone about how I felt. We are lucky right now that we have access to therapists on our campus, our friends within walking distance, and professors who genuinely care about our well-being. Take good advantage of those resources. They're there for a reason. I want you to take out a piece of paper, or your notes app, or just your mind. Write down five different resources you have. Journaling, therapy, professors, friends, parents, cuddling with pets, watering plants, driving, blasting music. Choose your top five. Now or later, write out why these are your top five resources. Do they comfort you, bring you joy to your life, make you feel happier, bring you back down to earth? This week, I'd like you to think about all of these resources and use them when you are both in states of trouble and happiness. Using these resources when you are in a state of happiness makes them habit. Looping back around to what I told you at the beginning of this episode, I would like to assign you a short task to help you this coming week amidst stress and anxiety. I'd like you to do the grounding exercise we did earlier in this episode at least once every day. It shouldn't take long. It will help you come into the present. You can use this episode as a guide or use any other resources that you think will work best for you. I've been doing grounding exercises for years, and I can promise by implementing them into daily life, I've become a calmer person. I think that knowing we have a support system, including myself and other listeners, will help us realize how important grounding really is. Let's not just use the resources we talked about in this episode in times of crisis. We should use them even in times of happiness. Of course, I know we are all sort of in a time of crisis, so implementing them now will only help us as we get better. I hope you enjoyed this first episode of Free Therapy. I'll see you next week, same time, same place. I was just thinking about how much has changed since then. Um, I'm going into my senior year of college, and I have really been struggling with my mental health as of late. Of course, I've been doing a lot better. Um, I went into intensive treatment for my mental health last semester, and things have, you know, changed a lot since then. So it kind of feels funny being like a quote-unquote, <laughs> expert of it and helping other people with it when, you know, I was struggling with my own mental health. Um, some tears, some waterworks happened <laughs> going back and re-recording this episode um, and remembering how important grounding really is. I've been making it a much, much better habit since I finished treatment, um, <laughs> and I definitely think listening to this episode reminded me how much, you know, it was important to me and how much I used it. So definitely think I'm going to be implementing it back into daily life. Um, 
this is a really cool experience going back and re-recording these episodes and kind of looking into my mind two years ago. So I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, Next week I will be recording my second episode and posting it online. It again is a previously aired episode. But until then, have a great week and I'll see you soon.